All right, here we go. We are the extremists. This is Silo episode four. We're talking about it. This show is on Apple Plus for people that don't know where to find it. If you're actually listening to this show, this episode, you should have already watched episode four of Silo. Titled The Truth. Titled just, The Truth. Just Truth. Truth. Real quick, uh, this is a good time for me to talk about our Patreon page. If you like what you're listening, if you like what you're hearing, and you want to hear more, you want us to continue doing this, feel free to go check out our Patreon page. Help us out a little bit financially without be appreciated. If you can't do that, can't send us any money, no worries. Just hit the subscribe button, hit the likes, hit the follows, share with your friends, you know, spread the word. That's all we ask. Okay, here we go. Real quick, Max, before we talk about the show, do you want to tell me about anything that's happening in your life right now? Man, my back's hurting. I go see the doctor in the morning. Well, not for my back, just my yearly physical. I'm not looking forward to that because I got one of those doctors. He's like hard-nosed, brutally honest, you know, like, dude, you need to drop another 20 pounds. Like I <laughs> think a, uh, a couple of years ago, he was like, "Dude, I'm, the weight I need you to be at is not even realistic for you, man." So I'm not. I'm just gonna tell it to you, but you do what you want with it. <laughs> like, <Nice>. okay. <laughs> so he's gonna probably berate me. You know, he's like, "You're gonna need." He's probably gonna tell me I need to lose more weight, which I do. And uh, but it is what it is, man. My doctor moved, so I have to find a new doctor. Oh, you should go to my guy. He'll be brutally honest with you. No, sorry. Right. I already good. know I gotta lose fifty pounds. Okay. <laughs> So this episode, I mean, let's let's dive into it. This episode didn't have quite the mystery elements that the other episodes did as far as like, yeah. you know, we're talking about what's happening on the outside, you know, like the movement as far as the history of the silo and stuff. We did learn some things as far as like some people know what Romeo and Juliet play is. Some people don't like little <laughs> things like that. You got a little bit of Juliet's backstory. A little bit of Juliet's backstory. And a little um, mystery out of your end. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. But let's talk about how it starts. So we get the confirmation that the mayor is dead, right? And yeah. Marnes is not a happy camper because he finally made a move on her after 40-some-odd years. <laughs> they finally got to a point where, hey, maybe they're going to consummate this relationship. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares about sanctions? Maybe they're going to file to see if they can try for a kid. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. I don't know. I don't think that technology is there in this world. <laughs> Could be. Who knows? <laughs> but so uh, you come to find out that she did pass, and Marnes is under—he under, um, thinks that she was poisoned by with rat poisoning. Rat poison. But he does think that he was actually the target, not her. Oh, he thinks both were. No, he thinks she. He thinks he was because remember we mentioned in the no, beginning it was both because his his bottle was leaking. That's why he said he would be dead as well if his bottle if his if the bottle in her book bag wasn't leaking because he would have drank out of that. Because if you remember last episode when he tried to drink, he's like, "Oh, your bottle's leaking. Put it back in." So when he was talking with um, Sims and. What's what's the new mayor's name? Robin Tim Robbins character. Tim Robbins. Uh, he was like, I would be lying there too if Bernard Bernard. Holland. I would be lying there too if her bottle wasn't leaking. So they both were getting poisoned. Were supposed to get poisoned. I missed that part. Yeah. I thought he was under the impression that he was the target and she got caught in the crossfire. Yeah, no, they're both because were. they were because like they're switching because his, his yeah. bottle was in her bag, which is smart actually. Yeah. Like, you know, opposite balls in the bag so that when you're walking with the counterpart, all yeah. the person should turn around and you could just drink. Because and... he said they went, they went, um, 
it, it happened in the mids when they were at the deputy station, right, probably, right. or or at some point when they were walking down. Something. Yeah, and he's asking Holland, um, Tim Robbins, mm-hmm. he wants a list of all the people um, that had gripes, people that had gripes in the fifty floor, or like within fifty floors, fifty levels, yeah, fifty levels. Which I thought they walked way more than that. Oh, for sure, because they they came from pretty much on the top all the way on the bottom. Well, you know? he's assuming somebody in the mids. That's why he's saying. You know? oh, okay, gotcha. That's why he wants anybody who had any gripes with with him because he can't imagine that she had many enemies so anything he's just you know right so he's he's got some suspects already in his mind though because we come to find out later who he actually goes after and stuff but so it's interesting because uh juliet shows up she got she was actually looked like she might have been going to talk to her dad because yeah she's standing in front of the medical center yep and it looks like she's refilling her bottle. It looks like there's a water refill thing in the front. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, okay. and so she's sta- cool. she's standing in front, but then it looks like a messenger comes and tells her, "Hey, you're needed in the mayor's office. Something happened." So maybe she was going to go see dad. Um, yeah. Who knows? But so dad's in the mids, right? Dad. I mean, he's got to be high mids though. I mean, he's yeah. a doctor. Maybe he's high, be mids, high mids. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, so that's Juliet shows up to the mayor's office, and that's when she finds out, you know, that the mayor passed, and it turns out that um, Tim Robbins Holland. He's the one that called for her, even though he wasn't a fan of the choice. He's going to honor the mayor yeah. and elect and basically swear her in because now he's going to be temporary mayor until they hold elections to, to you know, yeah. get, get the new mayor. So why do you think he's doing that? Is Do you think it's because he doesn't want any more instability or he's just, you know, it might trusting. Be a, uh, he has an inc- inclining that maybe she's OK for this job. I think maybe it's it's he. Maybe a little bit of both. Maybe not necessarily her character, but I think he might have trusted the mayor's character on, on the choice that she made. But mm. then also remember he's Good a numbers point. person. So remember he said every single That's minute right. there's not a mayor. Right. We're going or hour. We're going yeah. like one point closer to chaos. So the and instability. So I think he's gonna trust the mayor's decision because of, you know, he respected her and because it's the fastest way maybe to get it done. I don't think it's the fastest way. I think that he could have sworn in the person Billings, that judicial they keep, wanted. They keep yeah. bringing up that guy's name. Yeah, which I'm sure he's going to show up at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he decides to honor that, which I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Especially with the mayor on the floor murdered. Yeah. You're going to go with an inexperienced cop yeah. to be the sheriff. Uh, probably the the murder of the century for them. Yeah, it's got to be pretty darn close. I mean, we don't know about anybody else's, any other murders that have happened. And that's you know, that the, the mayor mayor's being murdered. murdered yeah. And uh, and Marnes is not happy about this. He breaks a chair with his bare bare hands. It's a it's a hundred and forty year old chair at <laughs> minimum, least. Minimum. minimum. Yeah. I feel like it was lucky people stood. I mean, people might not have been able to sit in that. It might have just been decoration. We don't know. <laughs> he's um, pissed because you know he's obviously been yeah, in love with her for years. It took him how years. long to be able to? And he didn't even make the move. Yeah. But now remember, the mayor made she the move. She made the move. He's been sitting drawing her in corners like a like a creeper. <laughs> So he finally got his wish, and you know it gets taken away from him. Like he, that he quick. thought, two a couple of bottles just a few just a few moments earlier, he was taking two bottles. They think they're gonna have it's a, all night. They're gonna have a, a hell of a time, but unfortunately, didn't end up where he wanted to. Well, it is bummer. It is a bummer. I like the mayor. I, I feel bad for him. I like the mayor. It seems like man, they're dropping like flies. So you've got Allison. You got Allison died, and then you got Halston is dead, and now you and got, George. George is dead, and um, now you've got the mayor. Yeah. What's the mayor's name again? Mayor Johns. Mayor Johns. With an A. Yeah. I wonder who's going to be next episode. 
<laughs> Some, it seems everybody. like we just don't even care. We're just dropping bombs, dropping bombs. And it could be, you know, going off of the, how this show e- or how this episode ends, we might have another one start the next episode, but we'll see. So anyways, so Juliet is now going to be the new sheriff. Um, so I believe she stops over at the, at the office and she tries yeah. to, you know, she's not even wasting, you pointed out she's not even wasting time. No. She's right off the bat looking for the file. She, um, she's not subtle. She has no charisma, no office, office etiquette. She's just, she's like storming in and she's rummaging through stuff. And, and, um, I guess the lead secretary there is not a big fan of hers, right? Um, of her, what she's doing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell if maybe Sandy. Yeah, maybe it's because she, maybe there's this. Um, how do I say this? There's maybe this snobbiness, maybe because they're on an upper level and she's from a lower level. There could be something with that. But or, she's not born there. She was born in the mids. But I don't think she. She cares. knows that. She I don't think she maybe whether knows she's that. born in the mids. I don't think she cares. I think yeah. it's where she's, like where she's ascending from. Yeah, I feel like it would be nice maybe like during when everyone goes to school because at some point like there's obviously a school system. I'm assuming because yeah. we did see a school record when we actually got to see the Joe's Wilkes file. Yeah, that maybe some of these people should go take a tour of what happens down in the bottom because if those people in the bottom aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, there ain't no top. There ain't no mid. That doesn't happen in real world. It won't happen in the silo should have in the silo um so anyways so it could be that or it could be that she's just so still you know trying to get over the fact that um the sheriff kind of took his own life and stuff and it's only been a couple of days yeah it hasn't been that long and and who's it's it's a outsider coming in to be your boss who's not even in the profession yeah you know so it's it's like you said it while we're watching Change is hard, and this is a drastic change. Maybe she's also very territorial. Maybe female, of course she female is. doesn't want another female in. I don't well, know. Well, I don't know if it's that, it could but be. It's, it could be that. But that it could be. She's head of that. She runs the office, as you could tell. Like, she's she was the central hub of making that office hum. And now, you know, you get somebody who doesn't know procedures. She wasn't a cop. She's from the deep down below. It's like, it's, it's a lot to handle there she's she's not being very professional she's not you know and and juliet kind of handles handles herself well in, in her their interaction but she does she reminds her that hey i'm your boss yeah i need these things blah blah blah. um she's also she's also limited on what she can actually get right now because even the secretary is like i'm not going to give you the code to the safe until you're actually sworn in yeah so you're kind of not really my boss at the moment Actually, I don't think she actually says the boss thing until no, the next time she's in there. Yeah, she just says, you know. It's, it's late. We're doing this thing at 2 o'clock in the morning. We have no <laughs> idea what's happening in life right now. It's like, yeah, she's she's basically saying, you know, until you officially become the sheriff, there's right. things you shouldn't have access to, which is, which is proper procedure, I'm assuming. Right. It's all good. Let's jump. You know what? Let's go ahead. Let's... Let's talk about Juliet's past really fast. Let's yeah, just, let's just there's go. a lot of flashback let's, in this episode. Let's, instead of bouncing back, flashback to flashback, flash, you know, yeah, present, let's, just, let's just handle all the flashback stuff right now. Right. So we actually get to see. It starts off with her her brother being sick and her, yes. you know, her mom and father kind of like making sure he's okay. Yeah. Asking him typical questions like as if he's a quarterback who just got his bell rung. Right. You know, so. it It's. So I think we we might have been under the impression that he might have drowned. It doesn't look like that was the case. Why they, he did, they didn't show him how he died yet? No, but it seemed like he had some kind of condition that he was kind of maybe battling. 
Yeah, they didn't. They, yeah, they didn't make it any clear. Yeah, not clear, what, but it doesn't seem like. He, I think we thought maybe he died in a bathtub or something, but I don't think that was the case. Maybe, I guess, maybe we don't know yet. Oh, you okay, challenging me? Okay, fine, whatever. Until they until they say it, how do you, how I don't can know. You know what it I just is? feel like he just ended up like the way I'm interpreting it is he was battling a he condition was sick, and, he, and he lost the battle. Yeah, it could be cancer. And it then could be the anything. mom maybe later on decided that. She maybe took her. Maybe she took her life. For, until they right. show me otherwise, I'm gonna stick to the drowning thing because her fear of drowning is real. It comes from somewhere, and you okay. know they're in the silo, and you know there has to be something up. There has to be something to that because why would she have this fear for the, of drowning over the last two episodes when there's obviously no oceans or pools around? So okay. there's something there. Okay, okay. I'll stick to that until they 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 until the show tells me how he died. Okay, all right. Well. They both pass away. Yeah. And so it seems like she's not, the dad isn't handling it probably the best best that he can um, as far as, you know, being a father figure and comforting her and stuff and like that. And a busy man. He's the doctor. For, there's for no, the, he's a, the delivery doctor. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of days off for him. No. Um. So anyway, so she's kind of, I guess, thrust into the responsibility of taking care of, like, the mom's things, belongings, and same thing with the brother's belongings. Yeah, that, the father, that, he asked her to. Yeah, and it's a tough thing, especially to have a child do that, but it seems like that's just the way it is in the silo. Like, if, if someone's not around to use these things, you you donate them for somebody else who can it use makes these total things. Sense. It does make total sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, somebody we know, like, is going to need a new chair at some point, and if you've got a chair that person sat in, yeah. the chair's going to break. Even shoes, clothes, shoes. anything. You know? You didn't get my chair joke? <laughs> no. You understand my chair joke? No, I did not. Yeah, people breaking chairs with their hands oh, all the time. Marns. So it's oh, like, Marns. come on, you need a chair. <laughs> anyway, so she's it's her responsibility to do it. She, she takes it down to the donation center or the scrapyard, whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what they're calling it. And she's trying to make it just kind of as a matter of fact kind of thing. Yeah. Like, hey, this is, you know, you know I just got to do this. And I obviously, you know, you know what I noticed? She, the father, I think the father just told her to pack the stuff, but she took it upon herself to even bring it down. You yeah, know? I think you're right. I think she said pack mom's stuff and then Either and way. explained it. And she, but she took the initiative to not only pack it, but to go down by herself and d- dump it. I don't think he meant her to do all of that, but still, just to pack it. I yeah, think like just pack to pack it, it might even be worse than actually like just hauling it down. Oh, big time. I mean, this episode, I mean, we're a little late on these episodes. Father's Day is this weekend. He's not. He, what are you doing for Father's I, Day? I, 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 I don't know. Let's not, we'll talk about that. I don't know. But but I don't want to say he's a bad father because it's a tough situation when a parent loses, a, a you know, their partner and a child. And he's not obviously coping with it well because he's not being, you know, there for the daughter. And she has to now become an adult when she's still not ready to. So it's a tough it's a tough decision. It's a tough thing. For both of them, like the fact that you're going to ask your daughter to pack your wife's things is kind of like a I'm looking at it as almost like a cop out. Like, dude, you should should be doing that. And, you know, you shouldn't even have her pack the brother's things because she's 13. That's a lot of emotional stuff to, to handle. You should when you come home from work, you should go and do that. And then. You know, you could bring it down or do it together at least and have that uh, uh, and use that as a time to help, 
your your daughter grief it's not like hey do me a favor you know for the good of the silo pack your mom's crap and your your brother's crap and uh i'll see you for dinner that's kind of like a cop out and throughout these flashback i feel like he cops out as a father i agree you know it, it i'm not he's not in his and and i love the actor you know I mentioned last week he's he's Teen Titans Batman, so that's cool. Kill, I am kill, Glenn. Yeah, he kills the Joker in there. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh my god. <laughs> and 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 he 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 was great in Game of Thrones, you know. So great actor. He does a great job being that kind of distant father, but not a good job. So really fast, um, Julia decides to keep one of her brother's things, which is like this little, little dog. stuffed dog. Yeah. You think they got dogs in the silo? I don't think so, man. Okay, so then if they're not really telling people like history, because we don't even remember, they don't even know what birds are. No. Do you think the dogs come up in a conversation? Like, oh, I heard like back in the day. These were pets. These were pets for people. So we made these little animals for you. Yeah. I don't know what kind of education system they have in there, but I'm not putting it past them not to like know what a dog is. Right, but you, you know? mentioned the chicken stuff. Like, yeah, they have they, eggs. They got in eggs. In this episode, so they, they had got, a flashback. They, so the, eggs. their chickens aren't categorized as birds. They're just... Yeah, I think it's because... I mean, they just think birds just don't fly. Yeah, or they don't don't categorize. I think that's a luxury of 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 to 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 start categorizing animal past what it is. Like, a dolphin is a mammal also. No, it's just a dolphin. We don't have time to go two, three layers deep and what family and, yeah. and what species it's in, you know? So I think it's just chicken. Chicken is just chicken. It doesn't have to be categorized as anything but a chicken. I know we talked about this in previous episodes, but there's got to be a better explanation on why they don't know certain things. It's, 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 only, it's only three generations. It's embarrassing. Or not, it is. It's embarrassing, bro. <laughs> it's got to be like... like, like Judicial is just warping people's minds like or you, something. You mentioned some people don't know Juliet is from Romeo and Juliet. Some do. You guys didn't go through the same educational system? Like, what, what's up? Or did well, your parents like talk about something they weren't supposed to talk about? Right. And these didn't? Like, it's 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 a shamble. But back to the... Let's go back to the flashbacks. <laughs> so anyways, so Juliet decides... You know, after she kind of goes into a little bit of altercation with her dad, when her dad comes yeah. home, she's burning the eggs, she, but she's fixing the chair, and he's mad because she's burning eggs, and she's working on a chair. Out of and, spite. Out of she's, spite. And there's this emotional thing going back and forth, because obviously he's trying to deal with the loss, and she's trying to deal with the loss. And he's I don't tell, think he's trying to deal with the loss. He's he's basically just wants it to be matter of fact. It seems yeah. like, well, hey, they're gone. It's broken. We can't fix it. It's yeah. kind of, it's that's how things are. That's the how things where That's how... It's going to be kind of deal with it. And it's almost like he's saying that to her, but he's actually talking to himself at the same yeah. time. Like, hey, we just like we just gotta deal with it. Like this yeah. is it. And that's obviously not something that you want from any kind of a parent figure. Leader want, or anything. Yeah, but Carmen. you want you want your parent to go there and give you a hug and kind of hold you and kind of like tell him, like, hey, this sucks, but we're gonna get through it. We're gonna be okay. He's not doing that because it, obviously he's dealing with his own crap. And and so far, we've we've learned a lot of things in the show without them telling us. Like everybody seems to have a shadow. Whatever your job is, you have a shadow, right? I think in mechanical, you do. I don't know if you. No, I mean, even even in recycling, there there you know. It, I think things pass on by people, by generations, families. generation families. So is she supposed to be the shadowing of delivering no, babies? No, my thing is. I think there's probably somebody who's shadowing the doctor, especially an important position like that. Because what happens if he gets hit by a runner and breaks his neck going down the stairs? You know, there's probably a shadow. He should have had a couple of days where he's like, hey, 
I'm not coming into the office because I got to take care of crap at home. You know, there as can't long, be as a delivery every day. Exactly. There can't be. Exactly. Because you're trying to limit the amount of people in the, the this silo. But so you, come on, dude, there's nurses. There's probably you probably have your shadow. You know, the apprentice who's learning to take your spot. Right. Take a day off and and, you know, be but a parent. To be, but to be fair, also he's a slacker, man. But to be fair, also like baby doctors are <laughs> uh, baby doctors aren't just there for deliveries. Of course, they're there to monitor the yeah. entire pregnancy and stuff. But that, so there's got to be You have nurses. You got ultrasounds. You got. I think there's probably a shadow or or somebody who's going to replace him down the line. He's just a horrible dad. I'll I'll call it for what it is. I mean, horrible is pretty tough. I think he's just dealing with some stuff in his own. Now Dude, this is a horrible dad. Okay. Man. All right. So. Let's fast, like, we'll fast forward that. The, the and I'm going to show you the next point. Yeah, go ahead. Point. Okay, so she decides that she is not going to go to school. Yep. She goes directly all the way down to the bottom, all the way down to mechanical, mm-hmm. and forges a, um, a letter saying that her dad said that she can come down there, and she can basically just live there and work there. Yep. And, you know, she, turns out she loves it. She enjoys being down there. Um, that's the first time she actually meets... Um, Walker. Walker. Knox and, and it's also seems, and Shirley, right? Yeah, she but it's all of them. But it also seems like uh, Walker had a re- or knew her mom. Yes, which is kind of interesting because she's from the way down deep and she's in the mids, so, and she never leaves her place. And she never leaves her place. But let's also not forget that she also knows the mayor as well. So she knows some people on the top. Top. Yeah. She well, she knew the mayor's. God rest her soul. You have the top uh, mayor, and then you have the mids. So she knows some people. She's maybe she's. She's got a past that we need to learn about at some point. Yeah, and she's broken a ton of rules with relics and nobody, not even a slap in the wrist. So right. she's being protected from up high. Right. But so Juliet, they, Juliet loves it down there. She wants to stay. Walker knows something's up because apparently Juliet can't spell mechanical. mechanical. And there's an H in there. She didn't know about it. So Did I know wa- about the H in there? Huh? Did I know about the H in there? <laughs> don't don't give me a spelling test. I'm spelling mechanical I'm, I'm now. Spelling. So Walker contacts the dad. The dad comes down there, and the dad becomes okay with it. The dad asks her if she's happy. She oh. says she's happy, and he's he's basically leaving. He like, won the lottery, bro. The bad dad lottery. He won. He he could justify dumping his daughter to the down bottom, the whatever the horrible world they call the the down low, and he could justify his sleep at night by saying she loves it down there. She likes fixing stuff. I don't have to parent her. I'm a bachelor now. I'm living the life. He's a horrible I dad. Think, I don't think it's horrible that. dad. I, what I think it is is that he knows. I think you're right about being a horrible dad. And I think he knows that he's being a horrible dad because he's not processing what else is happening in his life. And so he's basically, it's filtering towards her and it's screwing her up. Yep. So Pass she's, the buck. she's right. She is very good at doing like fixing yeah. things mechanically and stuff like that. She's happy down there. That's the best thing that he could do for her at that time. Win-win. I don't think he's thinking like, oh, she's gone. Let's go find out if there is a red light district in this oh, area. Oh, I what bet floor you is that's that the, on? He's already down there. It's I bet you he's. Floor? That's the nine. first. That's the first place he went. He, that's the first place he went, bro. That's, he's just a bad that's dad. That's not man. what he did, dude. All right, so, he got the best of both worlds. She's happy and she's out of my hair. I don't have to grieve, teach her how to handle grieving. None of that. I don't have to do any of that emotional stuff. I get to flip babies around in people's bellies and go visit floor sixty nine. 
Lord 69. <laughs> On that note, this would be a good time to remind everybody about our Patreon page. If you've made it this far, you need to go to our Patreon page. Help support us finance these wonderful podcasts that you're listening to by going to our Patreon page. And if you can't support us with Moolah, don't worry about it. You can support us by liking us, by clicking the follow button, the like button, subscribe. and the friendship button. And the subscribe button. Yeah. Don't forget to tell your significant other or that person that your significant other doesn't know about. Who knows who it is? Just tell people. <laughs> you can go to the 7-Eleven at 2 o'clock in the morning like we do and get some Starbucks Frappuccinos. And while you're there talking to the clerk, tell them about this podcast you're listening to because it's amazing. So go check out our <laughs> Patreon page. Information below. Back to you. Okay, so now that we've got the flashback stuff out of the way, let's check out Marnes and his disastrous I policing? guess policing, his disastrous uh, sleuthing de- de- detective, detective work because this guy's just a wreck. He's Batman without the skill. Oh my God. So we, next time we see Barnes, uh, well, Juliet's finally, she's been sworn in. She's in her office. She gets, uh, she's got the code to the safe now. She's had her altercation with the uh, the secretary. Sandy. Sandy. And um, she's going through some files, and she gets a call on the radio. She's not answering it. Sandy comes in and goes, hey, why aren't you listening to the radio? And she's like, I don't think that's your job. It's Marnes. And it turns out that Marnes is going there as down at one of the floors beating the crap out of somebody in front of small children. Because the guy made bad booze a year earlier that yeah. killed a couple of people. Marnes bad is, Marnes is on a revenge tour, and what he's looking for is just anybody that he can just punch in the face. Yeah. And so he's clearly drunk. He's just making poor choices left and right. So Juliet reminds him that there's other people watching him and reminds him that there's children watching him. And he's like, why aren't you in school? And they're like, it's lunchtime. So anyways, by on that note, let's all go to the cafeteria. So this is when they, like, you kind of see like a small bond that could be happening between yes. Julia and Mar- and uh, They have a Mars. good conversation. They have a conversation. She, she, she tells him why she's there. Like basically, Hey, I had this whole deal worked out with, uh, with, uh, the sheriff. He, was going to send me a sign. going to send me a sign. Um, you know, he's going to help me figure out, you know, basically what happened to my significant other. Mm-hmm. And in the process, like, they they just had a, re- they had a special bond to happen between them. And he basically, she shared that with Marnes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting that she just, that she decided to tell him that. She, she kind of went, told him everything. It's the fact that, that Barnes actually, or I'm sorry, not Barnes, that the sheriff, uh, kind of knew that it was murder mm-hmm. and he decided not to tell anybody, not to tell judicial and not to put it in the report because he thought it would have been bad. So, but he was going to still do some other investigating work within, within that year. And he was supposed to let her know. And she never heard from him again. Next time that she actually saw him was when he was out, you know, cleaning. cleaning. And, but she did get his, uh, badge and on the back of the badge said truth. And so she took that as the sign that he found something out. She needed to come up now, kind of take his place and figure it out. So she makes a deal with Marnes. You help me figure this out. I'll help you figure out who killed the mayor. Yeah, I think she said it because I, I, I there's nothing Marnes obviously doesn't want her to be the the sheriff because of experience, right? That's really the only reason. So she doesn't view him as somebody who could be part of this grand conspiracy to you know hide who or what what why and who killed you know George. So I think. It's okay for her to kind of 
trying to trust him in this sense because his his mind is on finding the truth. He even mentioned it, uh, right. you know, about the truth. So I can see why she would be, if anybody to open up to, it would be Marnes. Yeah. She's not opening up to Sims or to Bernard or or to Sandy or, or, or anybody. So I, I can see why. Yeah, and I get it. So he, we never actually hear him say take her on the take her no. up on the deal. Next scene that we see is them waiting out front of some other place. Yeah, somebody else's house. Yeah, and we're introduced to Patrick Kennedy. Patrick Kennedy, played by Rick Gomez, who is the voice of Bravo. At least he was the voice of Bravo, and I I used to record his voiceover stuff here. Oh, cool. Um, but turns out they're there to to talk to his wife. Yeah, his wife's been dead for a, a year. year. And the husband blames Marnes for it because he says that he framed her. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then punches him in the face. Yeah. Now they're back. Yeah. Now we're they're... back. We're back on the wounded tour again. Yeah. He's back in his apartment. Yeah. Putting you know? ice on, like she gets, or uh, Julia gets ice, puts it on his nose. They have another conversation of Marnes just kind of just being a little bit of a lunatic, not really handling yeah. things well. No. And um, he's still drunk. Lost totally the love drunk. of his life. Yeah. And he did then he that's when you find out that Marnes actually did not take up Juliet on the offer. She he says he'll think about it. He'll he'll think about it. And cause she's still trying to, you know, she's still he's still trying to convince him to to help. You know, she's doing a little bit better job of asking the the right kind of questions and, and about both cases. Right. But he's not trying to hear that. And when she's leaving, she even offers to like Get him somebody at the door. Put a deputy out front. And he he says, I'm good. I got a shotgun. Yeah. Well, should have gone. We're gonna find out later that he should have went the deputy route. <laughs> um, but also she does she does mention to him, which could be interesting if it actually does fall into the theory of like what I think happens to her to her mom. He she does say, like, hey, shotguns could be used for other things yes, that might seem like a good idea. Like side, suicide. Right? And imp are implying that, and he kind of just says that's not what it is. Yeah. But however. No, however, you, Did you see the painting, the drawing. He, she notices that she knows. She knows there's a relationship. Yeah. And I thought she was going to call him out on it, but she didn't. I mm -hmm. thought she's going to be like, "So how long were you guys together?" And he's like, "Well, actually, in a day. It took me forty years." But <laughs> it's interesting though that you do see like somewhat of a kind. It's not a montage because there's no music behind it, but you see like these cutscenes where it looks like he's he might be hang, preparing to hang himself. Yeah, but he's actually going into Rocky mode. Yeah, which is so he goes and he takes up. It looks like his part of his bed. His mattress. Yeah, he rolls it he up. He rolls up his mattress and he hangs it and he just makes it a uh, punching bag. And yeah, starts, he does a five-hit combo. He's training uh -huh. to go whip some more ass. because he's got. <laughs> That's he's, the best way he knows the police. He's on that revenge tour. So he's going to go punch somebody style. out. So it's interesting that um, Common shows up. Sims. Sims, yeah. yeah. He's got his Velcroed beard on. Beard on. Perfectly manicured like goatee is, in the silo classic i mean in the apocalypse he looks fresh man common <laughs> 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 common took the role like wait a minute so people are living in a dirty silo the apocalypse i'm still gotta look fresh though i gotta keep a, a nice i got a barber in judicial that keeps me lined up i respect that I, i'm i wouldn't be like you go into his room and he's got like all these artifacts though yeah like but it's like like beard oil, razors and beard, beard oil, oil. Because that thing looks pretty sharp. Oh, for sure. It looks like it's Velcro. And then his though. head is well shaven. You know he's using beaver beaver fur uh, 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 to rub the, the shaving cream on his head. You know, he's using classic <laughs> stuff like that. He ain't using typical washcloths. <laughs> Authentic beaver, man. That's what he's using to rub that 
shaving cream on his head. Oh man, fresh. You know, I don't. I, I have a shaved head. I don't even use Gillette. I use Venus. The women's razors, the best. FYI, if anybody wants a smooth cut, no bumps, triple blade Venus razors that your wife uses on her legs, buy those for yourself. The best smooth shave for your head. That's so funny. My wife uses my razors because I, I use a, I have three or a Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she uses my razors from that. Ah, That's what she uses. I use Venus's, man. They're the best. This podcast took a turn for the worst. I'm giving grooming advice here. Keep going. Think about Common's beard it and how to good. shave your head. It looks good. But he's there, and him and Mars obviously have some kind of rapport over time because yeah. they're they're cracking. They're talking about beers, about billings, putting billings in this you know guy billings and mars is like let's hold off let's wait you know let she i think he says something about let julia basically fail on her own fail on her own but he has this look where it seems like he doesn't think that bringing in this other guy is a smart move it has nothing to do with actually like let's let her fail because yeah his, i agree his, and his reasoning is because he doesn't want we don't want to like send a bad thing or set a bad message down to the bottom the, yeah to mechanical or something like that so that's his cares? reasoning but it turns out it's, it's either that he does actually start to like Juliet, that he thinks that she might be doing a good job. Possibly. Or, or he thinks that he can, um, you know, rely on her to be um, an ally through whatever's going on. Because I don't think, um, I don't think Marnes truly trusts judicial. And no. so bringing somebody in from judicial is not going to help his cause as far as finding out who took out the mayor. And remember, the mayor was adamantly against judicial shoving exactly. somebody exactly. up there, you know, yeah. whatever. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. but you see them, they they have that conversation. They cling their beers. What's what's best for the silo? What's boom, best boom. Best for the silo. And so then, you know, Common leaves, goes home, takes yeah. his beard off, relaxes <laughs> for a while. But then you see... Um, I think the next scene is you see Juliet. She it's like and now apparently it's nighttime in the silo. Juliet goes to where the cafeteria is, yep. and she meets a guy there who mm -hmm. looks like he's drawing stuff out into like you know he's looking at the stars and the the darkness, the darkness, of the the outside world, right? And it's just so it's. I feel like that's going to build into something else later on. Because, yeah, because you know, they keep teasing that. That's the keep... second time you've seen him. Yeah. You saw him. His name is Lucas, by the way. We, we saw him last episode just sitting there and said, oh, I'll be out in a little bit. Yeah. And then she's like, she doesn't care. She's not paying any, any mind. She's like, whatever. So I wonder. So that's twice we've seen him. Yeah. So I wonder because I just need some conspiracy theory going on as far as like what the outside is. Since that yeah. guy's constantly watching that screen. It seems like you, thought, I, you think he saw the blip, the blimp. I think blimp? he saw the blip, or maybe he saw something else that's going to come, like come in to play later on. Mm -hmm. That he might just be like bring it to the bring bring to Juliet, like hey, check this out, what I saw or something. Something's got to happen because he tried to tell her something, and he he said something about, can I tell you something that might get you arrested? And she doesn't know the rules, so she was like, I don't really, know, I don't, I don't know, know whatever do or not. And he just like. You know, brushed it off. So he has something he's trying to kind well, of tell I think tell he her. said, I think I said something that could get me arrested. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, and she's okay. like, well, I don't really know. Yeah, she, she I has think no he was, clue. What I kind of cop is this, man? He didn't read the manual, man? It's been day one yet. She's gotten off of, like, she's just on the the introduction of how to put a belt on properly. <laughs> Who knows? She got sworn in. We saw that, too. We did see her get sworn in. Um, nice little ceremony inside her apartment. It was pretty nice. Um, and she, she admitted to... 
commandeering that tape that she was accused of stealing. Right. I mean, we kind of kind of glip missed over that. But her and um Bernard, they had uh I think I think Bernard is kind of on her side, believe it or not. I kinda like Bernard. At first I thought maybe Bernard might have been like a judicial person, like yeah. even though I I'm not saying judicial's bad because we really don't know anything about them yet. But it seems like he's just a kind of a straight shooter kind of person. Yeah, a numbers yeah. guy. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe something might come in, come into play later, especially because it's but played if, by Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is such a big actor. Yeah. To have him come in and play like, like kind of like a low-level role in this show, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's got to become something much bigger later on because yeah. it's Tim Robbins. Yeah, of course. And I think if anybody's in her corner right now, it's only him, really. Seemed like it was. Marnes is starting to turn, maybe. It is. But so let's go to the next scene though. So Julia, um, I think she tries to radio Marnes and Marnes doesn't answer, yeah. right? He's outside. Now he's just walking the silo with a beer, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like, hey, how's it going? Reminiscing on the time that he finally let someone else make a move on him after 40 years. About <laughs> You're the, not going to let him go. About huh? the mayor's kiss. So I think she tries to radio Marnes. He doesn't answer. Yeah. But then uh, Julia gets on, the, or uh, Walker, Walker gets, gets on, on the walkie and. And they have a brief conversation about how's it going, but it seems like it's kind of in code. They don't really talk about yeah, too much. Yeah, the but camera. She, yeah, but she does say like, "Hey," she she asks her if she found an ally or something mm-hmm. like that, and so she says that she, that she thinks that she did. Yeah, and she's referring to Marnes. Yep. And so obviously Marnes knows that, and he's listening because he's listening in on the walkie-talkie as he's walking around, trying to figure out like what what she's saying. Whether it's like, "Hey, why are you even talking to someone down below?" Yeah. What is the conversation about? Or if he's just trying to get a sense of what kind of character that she actually has. Yeah. Either way. I think it, it it helps, again, push Marnes closer to really becoming that ally. Just him listening to that conversation. Yeah. I think after hearing that, I think he's leaning towards probably agreeing to helping her. Yeah. But you do see at the end of that scene, uh, after uh, Walker gets off the walkie, um, she still has the camcorder. Yeah. And it looks like she, because she asks, she tells Juliet, like, hey, you need to come down here. I've yep. got something to show you. And she has the camcorder in her hand. So maybe she's figured this thing out. Yep. And maybe we're going to see some video on there. Yep. So, I mean, it's probably going to be. outside world, birds yes. and, and and what else? It's going to be People like, swimming. It's going to be a Little League game about baseball. And they're going to be like, they what probably, the heck are they doing? They probably have no idea about planes. They're going to see planes, all kinds of stuff. Keep going. Yeah, probably. Okay. So. Now we get Marnes goes back to his place. Yep. And there's some dude yep. waiting for him. Which I've never seen this guy No, yet. we have not seen this guy. Yeah, so I don't know who this is. He's clean and shaven. Yeah. And all in black. They have a, a decent tussle. Marnes holds his own. Marnes should have finished this guy off. He had him face yeah, down on the a, floor. He could have gave him a couple of kidney shots, make him pee blood. I, and then he could have took his head and smacked it on the two, floor. He just gets up. Yeah, like, there was two up, beer dude? bottles sitting there that he's been drinking. Yeah. He could have took both of them, smacked this guy in the head a couple times. Took, took in a table or break one of the chairs with one arm like he broke Mayor John's chair he's, and started beating him with it. He's been working out. We saw him with the bag. Yeah. He, he punched that thing at least six times. Yeah. I mean, and the guy looked a lot younger than him, and he's, yeah. he had him on the ground, and he still, like, let him, like, he just got up. Yeah. To so, go get the gun, right? He went to go get the gun. Turns out the guy decided to try to beat up Marnes, but then afterwards, like... The guy had the gun. The guy already had the gun. I don't know. He just set it down to try to beat him up first, and he's like, this isn't working, so I'm just going to grab the gun. So it ends, the scene ends with the gun being pointed at Marnes. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. 
Um, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not it, because the next scene we actually see Juliet, she's in the apartment complex, or complex, she's in her apartment, which used to be the sheriff's, the old sheriff's. I, I don't know Halstead's. if we got those scenes in the right order, but no, we get the no, idea. No, no, Holstead, the Hol- or Holson's mm-hmm. apartment, yeah. she finds the envelope. Oh, yeah, you're right, that's the last scene. Yeah, in in uh, the, uh, the, vent. the vents, and it's got, I don't know if she pulls the hard drive out. Did you see no, the hard drive? it was just it, a, it the just file. files and stuff like that, and so it's the files yeah. of her boyfriend that she was looking for. Yeah, because Holson used the same technique that George used yeah. to, with the string, pull it, and here's a bag. And here's his the stuff, but she did not pull the hard drive out of there, just his files. Yeah, and it was it looked just pretty generic. It, it looked like just a she has this a, look a, on her face like file. she sees something there. But we went rewound it. Yeah. We rewound it, which is there's no such thing anymore. Yeah. We went backwards, and I didn't see we I didn't see anything that she no. Was stuck it out looked like her, his like, school records, a picture of him. Yeah, which I I didn't even think they had cameras there because. I remember remember in the first couple episodes, every picture people had were like drawing, hand drawings. Maybe they just got a really good caricature guy who just sits there and just <laughs> draws everybody like that for their files. You know? So I was kind of surprised to see an actual photo. There's an artist level. <laughs> an artist <laughs> level. A lot of it's just people just learning how to draw. Yeah. Not looking good for Mars, man. It's not. Um, all right. So that episode didn't have as much movement as far as like the conspiracy theory stuff, but it did have somewhat action. It did have action. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, we got to know a little bit more about Juliet and her background and stuff. Yeah. So that was pretty nice. Overall, if I had to rate this episode out of the four that we've seen so far, I would say this is the weakest out of them. Yeah. But it's still not a bad episode. No, 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 no. It just still, it also just like, it, we, it just makes me still scratch my head as far as like their ability to uh, share stories with each other for through generations. Um, I can understand if you don't want to exactly. I can understand if you don't want to talk about like the government. Maybe they were like you can't talk about the government. You can't talk about like how the world perished outside. Yeah, fell apart. But yeah. to to pass on simple things like birds and f- flying and like yeah, all, like all what are you things? doing all day when you're quote unquote working? Like you guys don't talk. Yeah, like it, it makes no sense. Like the guys in mechanical who are there you ain't know, no fixing shows. stuff. There's nothing else to do. There can't yeah. be that many books because yeah. you burned them all. Yeah, you so... you work you work whatever stupid job you have at the silo and then you go home. Right. Like nobody talks. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyways. Still liking the show. Looking forward I, to the next episode. I think episode. it's a good show. I really do. If we can find some time tomorrow, I don't know how we do it, but we can probably try to do episode mm, five. But I don't think we're going to be able to hit that until probably next week. Yeah. But I do know that I think episode it's eight's Father's coming Day out. Weekend. Yeah, eight's coming out this Friday. You guys don't know. You guys are. I don't know. Happy Father's Day. You're a far better father than Juliet's father. He's a bum. And I, I don't will, care if he's and a I doctor. I say the same to you, sir. Good day. Yeah. I don't care if he's a doctor. He's a bum. All right, I think that's going to wrap this episode. They can episode. age him as much as they want. He's still a bum. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you've made it all the way to the end of this episode, which Fancy I know accent, it, and he's still a bum. It might have been painful, but you made it. So you should be rewarded by heading over to our Patreon page. Head over to that Patreon page. Send us some moolah. Send us some dough. Send, help us. Help Max buy some new... What kind of razors are you using? Venus. Venus razors. <laughs> Help support his balding head. <laughs> He's not, I'm not balding. I shape. Well, I am bald. I do want to get Common's beard, though, and Velcro that on. Yeah. Help me get a Common beard. But if you can't do that, no worries. Just hit the subscribe, the like, and the follow buttons. And, you know, don't forget to share this episode with your friends or people that you hate. Either way, it's going to be a good thing for you. Um, He's a mid-level 
bum of a father. On that note, have a good day. Have a good night. See ya. Whatever it is. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Music by Kyle Torme. Subscribe to the Extremist podcast feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com slash the extremist. Subscribe to Roger Brain Media feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com and support Roger Brain Media by visiting patreon.com slash rotcherbrainmedia.com.